We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Hello, naked, naked friends. friends. <laughs> are you naked right now? We hope you are. I wanted you to say it, but I was so excited that it came out of my mouth. You kind of jumped ahead of me. I'm sorry. It's all right. Ah, ah. It was like a premature ejaculation. <laughs> it totally was. You guys, do our voices sound different? Do they? <laughs> well, maybe they do. Welcome to Hot Drinks. <laughs> I'm your host, Brother Jack Coffee. I'm your host as well, Brother Latter, no, Sister Latter Day Twain. And this is a podcast that we record that you listen to in your ear holes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, was invited to be on a podcast that was filmed. Oh. And I was isn't that called a video? So confused because no one said it's actually going to be filmed, and so I wasn't like I didn't feel like, like dressed for film, right? <laughs> Because anyway, we weird. don't dress up for the podcast. <laughs> no. Why don't you describe what you're wearing <laughs> I'm today? I'm wearing some, um, some type of synthetic material uh, pant. Like, a, like an athletic pant. Yeah. An action slack, if you were. Oh, I like that. Yeah, action slack. Action slack. It's black with a white stripe right. going up the sides. Right. And then I'm wearing a gray half-sleeve t-shirt mock neck. Yeah. It's a really, it's a beautiful combo. Thank you. And you know how I, you know why I know that? Mm. Because we're in the same room. Oh my God, we are! You guys, due to the diligence oh. and the hard work of the federal government and the Utah government, the pandemic is over. We're done. We're so lucky. We kicked it right in the ass. The I can't pan- believe we didn't beat New Zealand. We crushed the curb, just like all those tech bros <laughs> oh, wait. who lied about their ability to run tests and <laughs> stole a bunch of money from our government, <laughs> said we would. So the pandemic's over. Um, except by... By saying that it's over, we're still in the first wave and there's like very little decline, yeah, if any yeah, at all. Exactly. <laughs> Someone described on Twitter, if you look at a graph comparing like, you know, New Zealand's coronavirus yeah. curve and Spain and Italy and the United States, they're like, United States looks like we're paying off a 30 year mortgage. <laughs> like it's just starting to drift down. But we're in the same room because I don't know why. We basically just decided that just like, we're in each other's quarantine circles or something. We don't know. Sister Volva on Marco Polo was like, look, just get the virus, get it over with, because it's not going anywhere. Have permanent lung damage, possibly. <laughs> Did you see the 20-year-old lung on Twitter? Was it a coronavirus lung? Yeah. Oh, no. From a 20-year-old who had to have a lung transplant because of the damage done to their lung by coronavirus. I heard about someone having a double lung transplant. Oh, yeah. It's, I'm sure it's happening. Because that's what we're hearing about more and more now is not like you get the virus and maybe you survive and then you're back in the hospital a month later because of like damage to your lungs or like problems with your heart or all these other things. So we're all fucked. Yeah. And so, and just so you know, Sister Quaint's Sister Twain's <laughs> Quaints, dry cough in the background is not coronavirus. It's just that same cough she's had for like 12 months. And it's not even a cough. It's me trying to clear my throat because um, of having to clear my throat all the time, which, which I never did until I had the flu in January, which could have been COVID-19. Could have been. Who knows? Could have been so um, beautiful. Do you know what I'm wearing? I do. 
Because we're sitting in the same room. Can I describe it to you? Oh, you can. So I'm just—I'm dis- wearing some cut-off denim shorts. Mm-hmm. I look great in shorts, you, you guys. You do. I have really good legs. You do. Thank you. Um, <laughs> even though I said it first. <laughs> I'm like, I'm beautiful. And you're like, you are. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you so thank much. <laughs> and then I'm wearing a shirt that says, torn between eating a snack and being a snack. Yeah, it is. You're right in the middle. I am. I don't know what to decide. Usually I choose eating a snack over being a snack. Oh, all the time you do. Do you know why I bought this shirt? Why? Because I like snacks. No, really I bought it. (laughs) Because I'm trying to support my black-owned businesses, and this is a black-owned business. And it's called... Damn it. I should have remembered the name. I'll tell you when we come back over the next break the name of the business. Because I actually have some really, really cute shirts. And someone had posted on Instagram, and I was like, I'm going to buy that snack shirt. So embarrassing. So I will... It's called something in a bottle, mood in a bottle, I think. I'll find it for the next segment. Speaking of bottle, what are we drinking tonight? A delicious Apothic uh, Red Winemaker's Blend. Yeah, it's just called Apothic Red. I think that I brought this bottle of wine to you when your dad died <laughs> and then I as part it. of the collection of alcohol I brought you. Yes. And then when my friend died last week, I texted you <clears throat> and it was like, hey, will you go to the liquor store for me? I don't have time to go. And then yeah. you said, oh, I've got some extra wine. Can I bring it over? And I was like, sure. And so then you brought this wine back to my house. Yes. And then I brought it back to your house tonight, tonight. to record. Tonight. Um. Uh. Yeah, I was... Drinking a lot for a second there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that's like. That sounds really weird. I've never, I have no experience with uh, that. So do we want to talk about that, your friend, just really quick? I like, mean, yeah. I mean, it was my friend too. Yeah, basically, <laughs> um, hold on. It, okay, so this person, do we want to say the person's name? Well, just, we, well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure most people listening know. Oh, yeah. But basically a friend of ours passed away yeah. last week. He was your best friend. My best friend. We've been friends since I was 18. Uh-huh. I am now 42. And so we've been friends for over 20 years. Yeah. I've known and him. And you know, you've known him almost as long um, since college. Pretty much as, just as long. And, um, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he did theater with us at BYU, and then um, the history is really like intricate for yeah. both of us. Yeah. So we yeah, won't yeah, get yeah. into it, but but he had a terminal illness, and so we've known he was sick for a long time, and then sort of in the last couple weeks, it took a really quick turn it, yeah. for the worse. Yeah. Um, and and from the way really that quickly. his wife, who was also our friend, tells it, um, he was really just hanging on till everyone felt like. They could let him yeah, go. Yeah, I think it, that I think that's pretty common. Like when you have a terminal illness, that like there's something in your head that's like I can't die until dot dot dot. Yeah, and there was for sure that going on. <clears throat> yeah. So he died, and then his funeral was on YouTube, and just Thursday, and just, today's yeah. Monday, and it's so it's just been a weird week because yeah. you know deaths during the pandemic, as we've discussed <laughs> with with the taps on the iPhone for your dad. Yeah, um, are weird. Yeah, and then funeral that would have been attended by thousands. Oh yeah, thousands. Um was limited to immediate family and yeah. televised. It was what what I was told by his wife is that they had slots for ninety nine people just based on the space they were in and like state regulations and blah blah blah. And once they counted family they were at ninety five. So they had like no slots for any friends right. or Wow. So it was it really was just basically family. At and the so do you it, I, I, it, it, <laughs> that really was not intentional. Um, totally up to you. Do you want to say what you did during the funeral? 
Uh, I'll just say that I watched it with some friends. You don't want to say what you did? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> I did not watch it because it was a Mormon funeral. Yeah. And, and I will say the Mormonness of it was, was tricky for me. There's just something about like that cadence and the sound of the organ and the way people talk. <clears throat> yeah. And, and I'm not belittling anyone who spoke at the funeral or anything like that, but it, there's just like, it's the same feeling I feel if I overhear general conference or if I, you know, it's just, I just feel all icky inside. Of course. So. Of course. Of yeah. course. So anyway, so it was tricky, but, um, but yeah, so that's, you know, so that's where we're at. It's, Yay, COVID. It's tricky to rock around. So um, we've got a little women's word. Okay, that's well, our... well, we started with some. Oh, we did. For those of you just tuning in. For the you, first time ever. You know who hates that? I think I've said this on here before. It's a little twain. Oh. She's the... like, you don't need to introduce it every single time. But we have new <laughs> listeners every single every time, t- little twain. <laughs> little twain. <laughs> little twain. She, uh... I mean, I do believe that every episode has some new listeners. Who am I? Who am I? Well, share what y'all doing. Leslie Jordan, is that his name? Yes. I love him. Okay, anyway, but also known as Beverly Leslie Beverly from Leslie. Will and Grace. What a good job. Uh, so we talked about how we're in the same room. We talked about our friend who died. Yes. And we have not talked about any of the other women's work. So uh, do you want to talk about that? Sure. Okay. So um, we're not, we almost did a whole topic on this, but we just decided not to. But basically, there was a ruling by the Supreme Court today that surprisingly went in the favor of LGBTQ and particularly trans people where you can no longer be fired from your job for being LGBTQ or trans. And that's good. Amazing. And before today, it was legal in something like 36 states or something. Utah wasn't one of them. Utah passed a law like this a while ago, thanks to Equality Utah, which is our sort of LGBTQ like legislative branch or whatever right right and they but, also they also will fight for women's rights and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and minorities and stuff like that but anyway so that <coughs> lot that the the kate there were there were three cases brought to the supreme court kind of addressing this issue two of the people who brought those cases have passed away since their cases were brought to the court wow. so um wow. so which is sad but but yeah the supreme court ruled on it and um Neil Gorsuch wrote the majority opinion, which was shocking because he's kind of a conservative Holy asshole. Holy fuck. And guess who voted against it? Oh, I can't Brett even guess. motherfucking Kavanaugh. <laughs> that motherfucking rapist piece of shit. And then it's Clarence Thomas, funny. who's a piece of trash. And then some other piece of trash. I don't even what remember the third one. Clarence? Well, we're going to hope he dies soon is yeah. what we're going to hope. Well, not soon. We're going to hope he dies next year when next, we've hopefully... Next term. Next, next Yeah, when we've elected a new yes. Democratic president. Are you having more hope that Trump will be voted out? Oh, God, I don't know. I don't know. You're, you're not even going to go I mean, there. I am hopeful in the sense that, like, I think... I think it's pretty evident to, like, everyone in America except crazy people that his response to coronavirus has been horrible. Like, and full of lies and... Like, do you remember when they had that press conference and they were they had, like, all the CEOs and they all said that they were going to do, like, testing in the Target parking lot and there was going to be some Google app? <laughs> this was very early in the coronavirus. Google was working on some app where you could find out where testing was and all the testing was going to be free and it was going to be drive through testing in, like, every Walgreens and every Target parking lot. Yeah. Like, they have even done fuck all with that, was you know? Was the CEO of Google there at that press conference? It was, it was like, they, it was the most ridiculous thing. They brought out, like, the CEO of Target and the CEO of Walgreens and the CEO of, like, LabCorp or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, all these things. <laughs> and did you hear what, what Trump said today about how our numbers are still on yes. the rise? That we should just stop testing. Yeah, he said if we, if we stop testing, <laughs> the number of positive results will go down. Oh, my God! So, 
I, I am hopeful because I think that he has mishandled this so badly. And I'm also hopeful because I think black people in America are experiencing sort of a new wave of like power and righteous indignation and, you know, with all the protests and things going yes, on. Yes. And I'm hoping that translates into black people saving us once again at the ballot by voting and, and voting the correct way and getting these people out. Yeah. But um, I don't know. My my fear all along has been that he'll lose and then that he'll say that the election was rigged or fake or, you know, whatever. And that they, you know, or that he'll declare some state of emergency right before the election. <laughs> or, you know, like, I just think, like, he's going to do whatever he can. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Cool. Next item of business is... What does that say? Toyota? No. Wow. It says LaToya. <laughs> we have a couple of guests lined up. So the reason tonight... So we don't have a guest tonight. We did. But because it's 2020, which has to do with our topic for tonight, yeah. they had something come up. It yeah. wasn't a death. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> but it's similar. Right. Um, anyway, um, not kidding. I'm kidding. It's not similar. But, you know, anyway, it was, it doesn't, I'm just, it, we were going to have, we have our next guests. part two yes. of our non-monogamous couple series. Yes. And um, we're going to record with them later in the week. So we hope to have like a bone, like a bonus for you. Yeah. So a midweek episode yeah. and it will be our part two. We're also going to record next week with my very dear friend, um, LaToya, she is a black woman who I have known since 2004. And in fact, um, for her uh, bachelorette party, and she's now divorced because, you know, it was a Mormon wedding. Right. So. Um, I volunteered to drive my minivan. I don't have a minivan now. Oh, God. But I did at the time. This must have been probably 06, 07. And uh, drive down a, a car full of girls from Cedar City to Vegas. And we went dancing for her bachelorette party. Oh, a bunch of Mormons dancing in Vegas. <laughs> Actually, your Cedar City SUU girls, maybe a third of them are Mormon. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. They, they bad girls. So it was wild and crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't drink. Right. Because I was still a Mormon mother in Zion. Right, 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 um, right. But, um, so yeah, so um, I messaged her and I was like, okay, how can we have, well, first I was thinking to myself, how can we have an episode about this moment, this movement, yeah. this absolutely fucking singular moment in, in history? And so I, I saw her at one of the protests and we message each other from time to time on social media and we like each other's shit all the time. Kind of, you know, pretty typical yeah. friendship. And um, I messaged her like yesterday and I said, if you're not exhausted, because she has been a soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She co-wrote a letter to the Utah Shakespeare Festival oh, who wow. she has acted for about... Um, being committing to being more inclusive and and there were a lot of bullet points if you if you look it up uh like i'm sure it's a hashtag usf um you'll find it but um and the festival responded um i thought it was a good response but i'm a white person and so i see it through a different lens and i would really love to know if she thought it was a good response and and then i might feel like an asshole for saying right. that it seemed like a good right. response anyway i said if you're not too exhausted from being a soldier, would you want to be a, on it? And she's super excited. Oh, good. And I kind of left it open to like, you 
can just choose which way you want right. want the episode right. to go. Right. So, anyway, other than that, let's go ahead and talk about the Patreon. Oh yes. Yeah. So the last little bit of women's work, and we'll leave this pretty brief. But um, you know, we did a little survey um, last month or so their time has no meaning basically just asking you guys questions about like what you like about the podcast what you don't like what you would like to see more of less of blah 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 and there were several questions kind of about the patreon and so we are in the process right now of revamping the patreon what it looks like what the rewards are um that kind of stuff so that will be coming soon um but what but just to kind of give you a little sneak peek at what we're thinking like by and large, the things that we heard that people who are patrons care most about are like the bonus episodes and, you know, kind of more access to conversations with us and those kinds of things. The things in the Patreon that we spend the most time and energy on are like the newsletter, the gift, the vlog, which it seems like people are less enthusiastic about. So we thought, well, let's stop spending time and energy and money on these other things that people don't really care about and let's spend that time and energy on money on creating more content that people actually want. So so we don't know exactly what that means yet. We're still working out the details, but we will be making an announcement soon about how the Patreon will be reshapened in the month of June. Reshapened. In the month of d- July. Because it's, yes. it's already June. It's already June. So let's take a little break. Yeah. Do you have any more on women's work? Not that I can think of. Let's take a little break and then let's get into our topic. Do you want to introduce the topic before the break? Our top five tattoos we're going to get when 2020 is finally fucking over. And I, when Sister Twain texted me to this to me and said, what do you think about this? <laughs> I said, well, I just talked to Sister Vulva. She hates this topic, but I think it's brilliant. So, so Sister Vulva, we know you hate it. So anyway, okay, we'll let's take right a break. Now. Hello, naked friends. Hello, naked friends. Um, we can't just keep saying that and like and not, pretend it's an inside it. joke. Basically, we were <laughs> with some friends and there were people in a hot tub that were naked. And I walked up at one point and said, hello, naked friends. <laughs> so that's all. But anyway, you're, you shouldn't be expected to understand these inside jokes that we don't explain to you. No. But now call yourself gentle listeners and naked friends. And, naked and I hope you listen while you're naked. G-L-N-F-S. Gentle listeners, naked friends. <laughs> okay, so okay. if you survive 2020, what's the first tattoo you're going to get? The, the very, well, I have the, uh, they don't it, know that I oh, got tattoos yes. already. You got tattoos. So I got my first tattoos on June 5th. The whole, I sat for eight hours to get the six hours for the magnolia on my right arm because magnolia is the state flower of Louisiana, and then uh, foggy bayou on my left arm, which is what my father wanted to name me when I was born, and he would still call me fog- foggy bayou every year when he called me on my. It's birthday. my favorite thing ever because it's so cute and so weird at the <laughs> no, same time. I know it's so sweet and cute, but really he want like we'd be calling you fog now. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, we're going to Fog's house. Like that's weird. <laughs> or F by F by yeah, or Bay. So you got your first tattoos. So, They're gorgeous. Yeah, and I got them. I, I knew Foggy Bayou was going to be my first tattoo ever um, once my dad died. And then um, I thought, let's slap a magnolia on there too. So anyway, my first post-2020 tattoo will be um, some bolt cutters. 
Oh, because of Fiona? Yes. Oh, Fiona. There has been so much good music that's come out during really, the quarantine. Really? That's the real truth. Childish Cambino. Cambino? Uh, Gambino. Childish Camembert? Um, I don't know what that was. Acromatica and Duo... Duo Lipa. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. What do bolt cutters look like? Um, big and metal. <laughs> are they scissory or uh, are they like? Yeah, I think they're big giants, so you can like cut a bolt. Cut a bolt. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Or is it? Are you cutting a bolt of fabric? Or are you cutting? No, you're cutting oh a bolt. God. You're cutting like a metal bolt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, and so uh, fetch the bolt cutters though, and and. I want to say, I was not a Fiona Apple fan back yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. When she was in her heyday, when she was the new girl. But I saw an article on the day of Fetch the Bolt Cutter's release and read it. And the guy was like, this album is a straight up masterpiece. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll give it a listen then when somebody goes that far. Yeah. And it plays like a symphony, like all the songs. Yeah, like it's not an album you put on shuffle. Right, exactly. Yeah. And they're just so raw. She uses, Mm -hmm. um, she recorded in her home. Yeah. And they use like just found objects around the home and like pots Or like her dogs are barking in the background and like they remix that in and yeah. And it's so, so good. So anyway, probably. It's very angry. I, I, or emotion, maybe I should say emotional. Yeah. It's intensely emotional. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like a fun Sunday afternoon drive with the windows down, maybe. Maybe not, but. I'm not saying that is a bad thing. I'm just saying like. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. If, yeah. To, if I were to categorize this song, I would not, or that this album, it's not like a, it's not fun, easy listening. It's like kind no, of intense. No, it's and very intense. Emotional. And on the first listen, you're kind of like almost disenchanted because it's so outside of the box Uh and then there's something catchy about each song and you're like well let me let me try give it another try like a few days later and then you get it yeah so anyway i should go back and listen because i listened like three or four times when it was new Uh and i don't think i've listened to it since like i don't think i've gone back to it but it was it's it was i remember really enjoying it it was really good but yeah I can't, like, think of any of the songs right now, but I should go back and listen. Mm, yeah. Um, Your first tattoo. So some of mine are actually tattoos that I want to get, and some of them are kind of joke tattoos okay. for the for the topics. Yeah. Are you, like, would you actually get bolt cutters, or is that just more... I think I would. Okay. Because this, this one is one I would actually get. Okay. I want to get a roller skate... <laughs> From from the musical Xanadu. Right. Because our friend who passed that we talked about, he was a director and he directed Xanadu. And, you know, many of you, I'm sure, already knew that and know who he is. But um, he directed Xanadu many years ago. And then right after he got sick, they we did a remounting of the Xanadu play to... Um, as a benefit. As a benefit, to raise money for him and his family. And then three years later, did it again... Um, and that time just raised money for the Rocky Mountain ALS Foundation and it and established a scholarship in his name for directing students. But um, the second Xanadu, the second remounting, to me was kind of like his funeral. This was it was his living funeral. Mm-hmm. Like that was the celebration of his life, much more than his actual funeral the, was his funeral. The YouTube one that yeah. was just his immediate family. Yeah, and that was very, very, very Mormony. Yeah. So so anyway, I I don't 
Have you have you seen the movie Xanadu? You have, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's a you. Many people are familiar with the movie. Fewer people are familiar with the play. But it's essentially based on the movie. But it's campy and ridiculous and silly. But kind of has some like really lovely messages in it. It's been too long for me to remember what those messages were. <laughs> well, I mean the main, the whole kind of main message, and it's not a very complex and nuanced play let's just say it's very just silly and campy but the whole message is that xanadu the state of xanadu is to love and to love someone and to create art and like i just think that's a really lovely sentiment and that's really who this friend was like he really loved people and cared about people and he was an incredible artist and created art and so i love that idea and i really and i really do want to get a tattoo to sort of commemorate him or Mm -hmm. remember him and so I don't know if it'll be a roller skate, but that's kind of how I'm picturing it. Like an 80s, kind of a white high top roller skate. Maybe it has like Pegasus wings on it because then it also feels kind of gay. Yeah. And then it has like Xanadu stitched on it or whatever. Yeah. But I think your girl would do a great job. The Julia Magnolia. Yes. She would make a beautiful, so it wouldn't look cheesy and campy. Like it would look artsy and cool. Right. So anyway. And for anyone who's interested, um, you can find her on Instagram, my tattoo artist. It is good... Will hunting. Good dot juju dot tattoo. Her name's Marie. And Juju is spelled J-U-J-U for those who of you who don't know how to spell Juju. Yeah. Anyway. She's very talented. Uh should we go on with the second? Let's do number two. Okay. My second one, I'll just segue. Um I think it might be one that will be it, it will have Dual meanings. Okay, like Dua Lipa. It would, exactly. It will have Dua Lipas, (laughs) which is Spanish for two lips. Is it really? No, I have no idea. I don't think it is at all. Is there an Italian word, Lipa? Lipa, I don't think so. Lipa? No, I don't think so. This is her name. Anyway, I was thinking. Also in Italian, it would be due with an E. Dua would not be a word in Italian. Anyway. Anyway. Due Lipa. Um, I don't remember how to say lips in Italian. Jesus Christ. Jesu Cristo. Oh, um, I Boca is mouth. <laughs> but what is lips? I don't know. We'll look it up on the break. Let's do. So I like the idea of getting tattoos when someone has passed. And so I thought if I got a tattoo in honor of our mutual friend, uh, maybe I would get the word or name, I guess, Exeter. Oh, yeah. Tattooed on me because <laughs> my gay ex-husband, Gary, did his first master's in Exeter, which is in England. And then our friend did one in Exeter. And so it's it's got a lot of meaning wrapped up in it, not mm. just because we live there and, and our friend and his family, but... Um, but but uh, one interesting thing, lovely thing, is that for my ex-husband's final staging project um, at, for the degree, he asked some of our former BYU friends to fly over and, and act in scenes of Shakespeare that my ex-husband would direct, and we performed them. Excuse me. In ruined castles across, 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 what the fuck? Across the mountains of Utah. <laughs> across uh, Southwest England. 
Uh, that sounds fine. And and also just a lot. A did you lot perform? About the, yeah. What did you perform? Um, let's see. Merry Wives of Windsor. I did a Winter's Tale. Much ado about nothing with our friend. I didn't get that, but you can tell me on the break. <laughs> and uh, so we did a scene from that, and then I was in a King John scene, and I played Constance. Shakespeare didn't write King John. Yes, he did. Marlowe did. I don't know. I'm just, oh I'm just making shit up. Is there really a King John play? Yes. It's one of the lesser done plays of yes. his. And it happens to be my gig. So it's been Gary's favorite. Of course. It's so pretentious to have your favorite be right. oh, the like, like, oh, I mean, my favorite Shakespeare play. You've probably never even heard of it. You, you probably think that Marlowe wrote it, but it's called King John. And it's about, is it about um, Prince John that's in the Robin Hood movies by Disney that's a lion and Robin Hood's a sexy fox? Is that the John it's about? I, I think so. Okay. It's, I can relate now. <laughs> anyway, so just getting Exeter tattooed just on me somewhere. straight across your nipple. Right. Well, I want the E at the beginning and the R at the end. Like, is it going from nip to nip? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like sloping down the bosom, across the sternum, back up to the other nipple with the R. And then when I get aroused, it's Exeter. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because my second tattoo also relates to nipples. Okay. <laughs> the best the best visual of that is that our gentle listeners can't see is you took a big old swig of your drink and then you just spit an ice cube out when I said it relates to nipples. So I thought of this the other day and I'm and I so wish I was the kind of person who would actually get this tattoo. But I'm probably not. Okay. But wouldn't it be fun to just get the symbols of the, the garments tattooed on your body? <laughs> like a V and an L on your nipples. And then the line on your belly button and then the line oh, like on your knee. My God. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. Because like if you wore shorts shorts and people just saw like a line on your knee as a tattoo, like no one would really think anything of that. But then if you were like in a swimsuit and so you were shirtless and you were around Mormons, they'd be like, wait a minute. Wait <laughs> Is a second. That? Yeah. Um, but maybe get them like 10 times the size. Well, or I would do them like, I don't think I would just do them like a straight line. I think they would have to be like <clears throat> embroidered kind you know what I mean? Like not actually embroidered, but yeah. sort of looking like embroidered or embellished in some way, like with some yeah. colors or something. You should do that when your mom dies. <laughs> just to remember her. <laughs> what a- if I did one as like, what if the one, cause the one is the sign of the compass. What if I did like a compass, you uh, know, okay. the actual instrument the actual, and then one is the sign of a square. So you could do the actual, a, like a, a metal square. square. Yeah. No, you know, like the thing that you use to draw like a square, like a, that looks like an L. Oh, 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 oh yeah. yeah and yeah. then what's the one on your belly? Sign of the navel, sign of the marrow on the bones. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. And the reason I want to do that if we survive 2020 is cause you guys, the, the Mormon church, they're... They're fucking going crazy. Oh, my God. They're going crazy. <laughs> They're, like, <laughs> even a lot of my Mormon friends think the Mormon church is going crazy. You know? Like, my active Mormon friends are, like, messaging me. Messaging per- me. Particularly in regards to what, though? Like, the whole Black Lives Matter apology. Well, not apology, but the whole, like, call for solidarity with Black Lives Matter and saying, um... 
and saying in the statement, if you have racism, if a man has racism in his heart, he must repent of that because it is a sin. Oh, right. right. But but like the Mormon church who has historical, historically has tons of racism, tons of institutionalized racism. Yeah. You know, prophets that were slave owners, like prophets that that fought against the ERA and fought against, you know, just so many things. And this is not just like Brigham Young. This is in the whole history of the church. Mm -hmm. But of course, the church has never once acknowledged the pain that caused or the problems that it caused or anything. Of course not. And I think it's insane. And I think too, like, that they even went as far as to say, like, well, we don't like. Do you remember when they put out a statement a couple of years ago that basically said like we don't know why there was a ban on blacks for the because of the priesthood, and no prophet has ever taught why there was, <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, but actually, I can pull up all these records of speeches by <laughs> members of the twelve apostles that said like it's a curse on Cain, and that you know the the these people will never have the priesthood, and you know blah blah blah, and there are lesser people, you know, like quotes from the actual prophets. So it's just. A case of gaslighting, once yeah, again. of course. By the Mormons. But um, just that. And then just they're like, I'm just so tired of them being progressive, quote unquote. Oh. And the way that they're progressive is now missionaries can wear blue shirts. I just, I just think Cute. like, and I think, oh. and I just think they're, they're used to being able to throw those crumbs to the members and have the members get so excited. Oh my God. Like when a woman prayed in general conference and it was in like, it was in like 2017 and people were like, isn't it a a dawn of a new day? A woman has prayed in conference in 2017. But like, I kind of think like, I don't think the members are falling for it as much anymore. I mean, that's maybe too generous of an interpretation because I'm sure there are some that are. Yeah. But like when the when the church changed the age for missionaries or when the church said sister missionaries could wear pants or that missionaries could call home, like a lot of my friends were talking about that or tweeting about it on Twitter and just saying like, oh my gosh, isn't this great, blah, blah, blah. No one's talking about the fucking blue shirts because everyone's like, are you kidding me? Right. The world is burning down. <laughs> like there are protests and riots across the country. We There have been... Over a hundred thousand Americans who have died from a pandemic, and you're what you're spending your time thinking about is if the missionaries should be able to wear white shirts and blue shirts. I can't stand it. Like it's insane, and I and I and I do and I I mean again, <clears throat> this is probably too generous of interpretation, but I feel like even my Mormon friends seem like they're kind of like read the room, like we don't care. <laughs> Like, there are really big, huge problems in the world right now that, again, someone like the Mormon church could have massive power and sway or money or resources to stand up and say, we need to fix these things. But instead, they're sitting in a room saying, what if the missionaries don't always have to wear a tie? Huh, you guys? What do you think about that? (laughs) So it just seems insane. You know what I want? Another drink? I want you to let someone put their dick in your butt. Let's take a break. Wait, did you do your second tattoo? I it's the garment oh, symbols. Oh, okay, cool. <sighs> Let's just take a break. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It, wait, there's a song. Here Is I it? go again. Girls, what's my oh, weakness? Yeah. Here Man. we go. Here yeah, we go. Again. Oh, I, I can't believe it. I knew the song I and know. you didn't know the song. I, girls is my weakness. Girls, what's my weakness? <laughs> it's men. <laughs> One thing about me <laughs> is I always have rhythm and soul. <laughs> You've never laughed harder in your life. Okay. My 
Third, so we're getting tattoos. Third tattoo. You have Exeter across from nip to nip. Yeah, I've got the bolt, bolt cutter up your arm yeah, on your shoulder. Big I don't motherfuckers. know. Yeah. And then if I make it through 2020, my third tattoo will be. You're gonna hate me. Oh my god. A hummingbird. It... Oh, I do hate you. <laughs> okay. I do hate you. So I was listening to Prince on his birthday. Right. And it was the day after our friend died. I'm going to take a nap because I've already heard this story. Many times. <laughs> I wasn't just listening to Prince, though. I was watching his halftime show from 07. And specifically, I was watching him do the Foo Fighters' Best of You. which You all I, remember that. I had no idea he did Foo Fighters' Best of You at the Super Bowl halftime show in 07. Probably because I didn't watch it. So I just watched it. Great, I, great detail. I watched Keep that it. detail in next time you tell this story. <laughs> I'm just going to give notes on the story as we go so it can get better for the next time you tell it at a party. You're such a piece of shit. And so, anyway, it was the day after our friend died, and it was Prince's birthday that day. Right. And so I'm listening to him do that. I'm watching him do that. It's pouring rain. Did you know that? No, you didn't share that detail. Pouring. Which is amazing because you shared so many details. And he is just you know, fucking flawless. And I just started to cry because Prince is amazing and, and, and our friend and, and he was amazing. And was, your dad and a and, lot of emotions. And, and, yeah. Yeah. and then when the song ended, gentle listeners, naked friends, I swear to God. And also nothing's never ever happened to me like this before. The window I was sitting next to in my house, a hummingbird flew right up to the glass and looked at me for about four seconds and it had a purple neck. Because Prince loved purple. Purple rain. Right. Yeah. You can Google those hummingbirds. They're very pretty. They really are. They're called they're called black beaked hummingbirds. Oh, I thought they were called like purple throated hummingbirds. No, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm that's what they call me. So <laughs> here's but, well, finish your thought, okay. and then I'm going to explain why why I have so much, like, okay. agita about this, about your purple throat. If, if you want to tell that story first, you can, because I was going to tell you a dream, about a dream oh, I had. Jesus, <laughs> Lord and Savior. Um, so, and I won't share specifics, but Sister Twain, we were on a group chat with some friends, and she texted us, and she said, you guys, you guys, you guys, we're all like, what, what? <laughs> Like, this is all on text, right? So this is not in the... So this is, like, three minutes between each message. Oh, my gosh, I have to tell you something. And, you know, just, like, this whole big, long, drawn-out thing where she tells the story of this hummingbird. (laughs) And then we were like, is that what you have to tell us? And And she's like, like, yes. And I wrote back in all caps, a fucking hummingbird with a purple neck. Yeah, so she was... I mean, she was blown out of the water by this experience and, and told it in the most dramatic way possible. Thank you. And we were all... Like, oh, oh, okay. I mean, that sounds really cool. That's great. And then, like, 20 minutes later, she's like, oh, by the way, and then shared this, like, bombshell of news that was totally shocking that none of us saw coming that I won't reveal the specific details of. I had sex with someone that we all know. Yes, she had sex with someone that we all know. (laughs) And she was like, oh, by the way, I had sex with this person. And I was like, you just spent 47 (laughs) minutes telling us the story of the hummingbird. And then as an afterthought... You're like, oh, last night I had sex with the person that I know. And the hummingbird story was the story? (laughs) Was the top billing of this event? 
Anyway. Uh, anyway, the dream I had, I had this dream last night. I'm really going to go refill my drink. No, but you? listen, you're going to love this because it involves a hard penis. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. Sit back and relax. I'm in a Mormon church building classroom. Okay. One of the smaller ones. Right. And there's a bed in it. And it's like I've been living in it. Right. I've got like luggage and kind of like I've been hanging out in it with my friends. We've been living in it. Well, we're like, oh shit, on Sunday people will come for church. Ah, uh, fuck. Well, we forgot about that. And before they came, I'm just left in the room with Prince. Oh, it's Prince just, was there? Yeah, okay. he was one of the friends. Natch. I mean, <laughs> and so uh, everyone else had left to go do something else. So it's just me and Prince in the room, and we start fucking. I don't, I'm not attracted to Prince's hard penis. It was huge. Okay. I was like, damn, it was like the size of his thigh. I mean, not really, but you know what I'm saying. This tiny guy. And I, was I mean, like, maybe it was because he wasn't he like five foot one. He was very small. <laughs> and we are having like this mind blowing like play, fun sex play. And then someone comes in because their class is in there. <laughs> That's <laughs> like the my mate leader comes class. in. Yeah. You know, and she had long blonde hair. Do they still hair. call them my mates? Have they fixed that yet? I can't remember. But she had long blonde hair. Right, naturally. And just the front part where you would na- normally have bangs, but you don't have bangs because it's all long, right. was pinned up with a bobby pin. Right. So it had just that little poof, little poof. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. the front. Yeah. And I was like, oh, crap. And I get up and I'm so nervous. I'm trying to get dressed that it takes me a long time to get dressed because I'm so freaked out. Mm-hmm. And then someone else comes in and I'm still not dressed. It's like the, the young men's president. Me and Prince. And Prince is feeling real vulnerable. Yeah. And that's makes what sense. I felt worst about. He was a hummingbird recently. <laughs> so, anyway, that's it. It's funny you should say that because one of the last conversations that I had with our friend who died was about how much we hate when people tell us about their dreams. Oh, and no. he said, <laughs> and what he said, and this also felt very validating to me, he said, it's like when people do that 30-day song challenge on Instagram, no one fucking cares except the person posting it. <laughs> no one reads that and cares what you posted. <laughs> so it's like telling dreams. No one cares except you. No one. Anyway, my third tattoo. Are we going to go on? Well, I haven't even done my third one yet. <gasps> oh! You, th- you've been talking for seven minutes about <laughs> the hummingbird. Tattoo be? So my third tattoo is actually two things because I couldn't decide which one represented this moment better. Okay. But they are two items that really, for me, represent la quarantine. It's just oh. how you say it in French. Uh, is it? I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> so the first one <clears throat> is my orange sofa <laughs> because I have a beautiful orange velvet sofa. Yeah, you do. I have never sat on it more in my life. <laughs> than I have in the last three months. Like, it is starting to look really bad. Like, yeah. it's a little smushed in. Yeah, so There's more, couch. like, food stains on it yeah. than before because I would always try to be careful before, like, when I was eating on it to not spill. But, like, that now I've eaten, like, an entire day's worth of meals on it, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then just piled the plates next to it. <laughs> and so, and here's the thing. It's not even that comfortable of a couch. Like, it's comfortable to sit on and have a conversation, but it's got, like, kind of a hot, like a hard back and like hard side so it's not a couch that you would want to like lounge on and watch tv right which i have lounged on it and watched tv for like 12 hours at a time now (laughs) and like so we've just been on a journey yeah that couch and i so that's one of them so that tattoo is one of them and then next to it is something that i bought during quarantine in a weird moment of like quarantine panic of like i need to buy this thing 
and I spent, I won't even tell you how much money on it because it was like a ridiculous amount of money. And it's a fish press. It's a stainless steel fish press. And what that is, because you're saying, what's that? What that is, <laughs> is when you're cooking fish, you know, when the proteins in fish heat up, the fish starts to curl. And so you have this stainless steel weight, essentially. It's kind of a, it's like a big flat disc with a handle. Okay. You can put it on top of a piece of fish. <clears throat> okay to keep the fish in contact with the pan. It gets you a nice crispy skin. Yep. Guess how many times in my life I've cooked fish at home? Probably never. Probably like two, maybe oh, in my oh, whole okay, life. Okay. How I will say, okay. the fish press is great if you're like grilling some bread or you're making a quesadilla, like anything where you want to keep something in contact with the pan. I thoroughly enjoy this fish press, but I panic bought it and spent an insane amount of money on it because you can buy them for like $12 on Amazon. I've seen now. Mine was not $12. It was a lot more than that. And it just, like, I love it, but it also feels foolish. And that is sort of how the quarantine felt. I loved it, but it felt foolish. foolish. It felt foolish at the same time. So just my sofa, (laughs) and then, like, next to it is the fish press. Or maybe the fish press is on the sofa, kind of weighing the cushion down. Oh, that's good. Because then it's, like, symbolic of how I weighed Weighed the cushion cushion down. down. Okay. Oh, now I actually kind of want to get this tattoo. Oh, my God. Like, just my beautiful sofa, and then just on one cushion... The fish press. Oh my god. The stainless okay. steel fish weight. Listen. Quarantaine. 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 Is it il or la? La. La quarantaine. La quarantaine. Lovely. Let's take a little break. Okay, bye. You guys, we're back. And you know what I'm grateful for, <laughs> oh. Sister Twain? What are you grateful for, Brother Coffee? There is one of those. <clears throat> Why am I becoming, now I'm becoming you and just clearing my throat into the it's microphone. It's okay. Right now, there is one of those like summer rainstorms happening. It's so sexy. They're so magical. It just makes us want to fuck, but not, not each, each other. other. But Sister yeah. Twain did say she's totally going to masturbate after I leave. I am. I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm very happy. I'm going to try, but I have my kids at home. Oh. And here's the other thing. Okay. About my kids at home. (laughs) I can never fully close the door to my bedroom because I have cats. And so either the cats are inside the bedroom and they want to get out or they're outside the bedroom and they want to get in. So if my kids are home and even if my kids are in bed, sorry, I'm sure Tish is thrilled to listen to this, (laughs) Tish my ex-wife. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, rub one out real quick. And I... I either have I have I have three choices. I can like leave the door slightly ajar and be very quiet and hope no one walks in because that would be horrifying. Or I can close the door, which is the choice I usually make. But then it's for sure a possibility that like you know when I'm like three quarters of the way done, one of my cats will like put their paw under the door and be like. And shake the door, yeah. which is problematic because then if one of the kids is awake, then they will come to open the door to let the cat in. Right. Like, oh, dad, the cat's trying to get into your room. Anyway, it's just complicated. Yeah. So. Why do you manifest these types of things in your life? Oh, because I hate myself. <laughs> just, I'm just teasing I you. Know. I know. All right. I know. Number, numéro quatre. Numéro quatre. Quatre. Uh, I was going to try to say quarantine, but I couldn't remember. Oh. Quarantine. Quarantine. What's your number? What's your fourth (coughs) tattoo you're going to get if you survive 2020? I think so. I've talked about this. I believe I've talked about this on here. Um, So, my oldest child turned 22 this year. Yes. 
I was 22 when I had her, oh, and geez. on her birthday, I went through this whole like re-traumatization. Yeah. Right. And you called her, and you were crying. No, I, I didn't. And she was like, leave me alone. <laughs> She's actually so fucking sweet. I know. I know. Oh, my God. I will continually apologize to them at least once a year, maybe <laughs> every 1.5 years about, you know, my abuse when they were younger because I was Mormon and married to a gay man. Um, you guys, and- imagine your parents apologizing. Oh, cute. Um, Anyway, um, so, and and like the last time I did, she's like, I am glad you're my mom and no one else. So just stop it. She's like, you haven't done anything wrong in like 10 years. Who can say that? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's an amazing response. But it's probably more like six years. But but like just the acknowledgement (laughs) that like, you've been a fuck up in the past, but like you've been pretty good lately. Like I feel like from your kid. I love it. That's a real, yeah, that's very sweet. That my kids can say whatever the fuck they want. So anyway. That should be on a Mother's Day card. So the number 22, and it dawned on me that 2020 has 2-2 in it. So I might get the number 22. Is there like a sports person that has a 22 i have to look that up and see okay. if they were rapists. gentle listeners oh okay. probably, probably were. they could have been they could have been naked friends if you know if you follow any of the sports please look up any of the sports players that had a number 22 and tell us are you googling it right now i'm not but i'm looking at top events in 1922 oh okay that could be interesting too uh, formation of union of soviet socialist republic oh seems like a good idea now actually <laughs> The Lincoln Memorial was dedicated. Cool. Um, something about Wimbledon. Okay. Nosferatu uh, premiered. Oh, great. In Germany. Great. <laughs> and Ireland's Civil War began. So, anyway, there we go. Okay. Uh, so, probably the number 22 would be fun. Maybe, like, behind my ear on that bone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, my number four, Nimrel <laughs> Um, this is actually this is also actually a tattoo that I am considering getting. So speaking of great music, one of my favorite albums, not of this year, unfortunately, but I have been listening to it a lot this year. Sure, because I listen to it all the time. Right, is um, oh no, Casey Musgraves' latest album. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say Ben Platt. Jesus, <laughs> I almost made one of my tattoos Ben Platt ah! just. Just to piss you off. Just his face, like... Yeah, just him going, singing. Just him, like, jizzing all over his face <laughs> with some overalls on. He's wearing overalls. Wait, no, that doesn't work because you can't masturbate with overalls on. I guess you could pop the, the dick fly. out of the you fly. You pop it out. You pop it. So, yeah, so my fourth tattoo pop is Ben Platt, barefooted, no. kind of oh. his feet up, like, in a spider, I a big grimace on his you. fake, I, and he's oh, jerking off, and then the jizz is just spraying onto his face. Kill me now. Kill me now. Kill me now. Anyway, it's going to be Casey Musgraves. It's going to be Casey Musgraves. Is it going to be her with the big So her, No, no, no. It's not actually going to be her. Oh. So on her album, which is, what's her album called? Why can't I? Golden Hour. Space oh my Cowboy? gosh. Oh. No, Golden Hour. Space Cowboy is one of the songs on it, but the album's oh, okay. called Golden Hour. There's a song on that album called Happy and Sad at the Same Time. Mm. Do you know this song? No. I'm going to play it right now. Just kidding. I'm not. For the, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a song about that feeling of being happy and sad at the same time. Like, like there's lines in the songs about smiling with tears in your eyes. And I just feel like that feels like my life in the last several years is a lot of happiness and a lot of sadness mixed together and smiling with tears in your eyes. So anyway, on her, am I going to make you cry? Well, it just reminds me of how in Steel Magnolias, the movie, Dolly Parton says, do you remember? I don't. Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. Oh, I forgot about that. Now I 
I want to get it even more. <laughs> so anyway, when Casey went on tour last year, she went on a big, huge tour for that album. It might have been called the Happy and Sad. No, it wasn't called that. Anyway, a lot of the merchandise that she sold said Happy and Sad at the same time. Uh-huh. And, and sort of the symbol is just kind of like a traditional, like, smiley face, you know, like a really cartoony, just like a circle, two dots, and a smile, but then with a tear coming out of one of the oh. eyes. Oh. And I, and then, and then, it, and they have it printed in like rainbow, and they have like all sorts of things. Anyway, I I've wanted it. to get that tattoo for a long time. <coughs> Happy That's and exciting. sad at the same time. Do you have a spot? Yeah, it's going to be on my forearm. Like oh. where your tattoo is actually. Where my magnolia is? Where your magnolia is. So I sh- when I sent this picture of my magnolia, if I can put the spotlight back on myself. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I've never done that before. Um, I sent this picture of the magnolia on my arm to my daughter, Emma, who lives in New York. Mm-hmm. She was here for a short time during quarantine because of her mental health. Yeah. And she went back. She was in New York, which was like. I mean, like, New York to me sounded like a zombie apocalypse movie. It, it really is. Where you, like, They're you couldn't leave people. your house. Yeah. You could die. Yeah. Like, it just, it, you know, you're packed into these tiny places. Like, yeah. it must have been horrifying They're to be there. They're putting uh, unclaimed bodies that died oh, from the yeah, virus. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Unmarked. Building a big mass graves. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, I sent a picture of my forum with the magnolia on it. She goes, oh, my gosh, that's so big. I never would have thought you'd get a tattoo that big. Mm-hmm. And I said, big as a tit. And she wrote back in quotes, how big do you want it? And then the next sentence in quotes, big as a tit. <laughs> That's my girl. That's my girl. That's so funny. Anyway, do, do you want to go on? Or I will say on? that, like, I, it was interesting to me that your first two tattoos were, bo- were A, big as a tit. <laughs> And be on your forearms. Yeah. Like, they can't be hidden. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I mean? I mean, you could wear a long sleeve shirt if you needed to. Right. But, like, I do think there's a moment, like, when, whenever, when you tattoo a part of your body, and I think this is less a stigma now than it maybe it used to be 10, 20 years ago or whatever, but when you tattoo a part of your body that's always visible, like your wrist or your arms or your neck or something where it's harder to hide, yeah. like, it's kind of a <clears throat> statement of saying, like, I don't give a fuck. Because yeah. because there are for sure are certain jobs that you can't have visible tattoos. And so if you have a tattoo somewhere that like it's kind of impossible for it not to be visible, mm-hmm. it's anyway. So I, I do think there's something like it's one thing when you get a tattoo and it's on your ankle or it's, you know, my first tattoo sure. was like on my chest. So yeah. no one ever sees no it because I never take my shirt off in front of other human beings. <laughs> That's not true. I took it off in front of naked friends the other night. Naked but friends. anyway, but Aww. yeah, I think having tattoos on your forearms is a real kind of fuck you to the world yeah of like i'm just gonna live my life and if you don't want a person with tattoos then fuck you and yeah exactly and my mindset was kind of like if i'm gonna get a tattoo and it's gonna be on me forever and it's going to have a very poignant meaning just fucking put it out there yeah i love your tattoos they're beautiful so beautiful i feel pretty badass like today when my son and i we were we took a hike and we shared a set of ipods and listened to his airpods airpods what did i say you said ipods airpods yeah um and listen to his rap playlist wow that makes me want to cry yeah (laughs) and uh he was like have you listened to this whole album and it was a kendrick lamar album and i was like excuse me of course i have uh i have tattoos so duh (laughs) and he was like Hated, hated me. He hated it. He did. It was really embarrassing. Anyway, are we gonna but go your on? tattoos, yeah, we'll go on. Okay. But your tattoos are like, they're in their peak form right now. Because like they've mostly healed. There's yeah. no more real peeling or anything going on. Right. 
But like the colors are still really vibrant because obviously like the colors kind of fade over time and whatever. Yeah. They're looking amazing right now. Thank They're you. great. I'm so excited about them. Foggy bottoms. Nope. Foggy bayou. Yes. Why do I always think it's foggy bottom? Uh from that movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, the Foggy Bottom Brothers. Yeah. Oh, uh, boys. boys. Or something like that. Or something like that. Anyway, okay. number five. Number five. My is, number five is so cheesy and schmaltzy, I'm embarrassed to even say it out loud. Mine kind of is too. Okay, great. Okay. But you'll make so fun of mine. About, it's Ben Platt. He's in overalls. Jesus, God. Face just a drip. If someone, if someone listening, <laughs> if one of you listening is an artist, like a, like a real good drawer, really, real good oh, at drawing. Drawing. And you can draw Ben Platt in shortalls. They're shortalls now, I've decided. Shortalls. So it's kind of spindly legs. You know, he's like sitting on his butt, but like knees are up and then feet are down. And his toes are doing that thing. You know when you're coming, your toes kind of spread apart. So he's got his toes spread apart. I hate you. And then he's, and maybe leaning back on my elbow and jerking off. Oh my God, oh my God. And his big like purple headed cock. And then just the cum is just. And, but he doesn't have a shirt on under the overalls, so there's, like, hairy chest because he's very hairy. Is it because he's Jewish? Are yeah. Jewish people hairy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's Jewish. Anyway. Okay. So if one of you is a good oh, artist, still, gentle listeners, okay. <laughs> we're still talking about this. Please, for the love of God, please draw me that picture. Yeah. I will print it out and frame it and hang it above my mantle. I won't, but I will I will save it and maybe jerk off to it sometimes. I anyway, mean, what's your number five? I mean, it's whatever. Okay. It's whatever. Um, my number five. So <clears throat> my dad passed away on May 2nd during the pandemic. Right. COVID-19. Good times. Quarantine. Good times. It's a great time for a funeral. John Prine. <gasps> oh, yeah. His favorite singer-songwriter, who, by the way, I don't think my dad knew this, hated the Trump administration. Um... Country singer uh, died on April sixth, I believe, or April 9th. One or, or I might have it backwards. So, but like within a month or like so, like four weeks before yeah. my yeah. dad of COVID nineteen. Oh, I didn't. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and if I was Mormon, I would say your dad and John Prine and John are just they're playing guitars in heaven together the- right now. <laughs> Isn't it grand? Isn't it fucking grand? And so. Um, in but John, they're not because they're both dead. Oh God! In John Prine's last album, which is called Tree of Forgiveness, which came out in um, the same year as that Casey Musgraves album, twenty nineteen, eighteen. Is that the year that album came out? Yeah. Okay. Um, I believe you because I don't know anything about music. <laughs> he he has a song on the album. I believe it's the very last song about. Uh, what he's going to do when he dies. Yes. And it's called, I think the song is called, Am I a Piece of Shit or What? I just listened to an album over and over and over and memorized the lyrics. And then I could, sometimes I can't tell you what the title is. You ever I, do don't, that? I never know the names of songs oh, or okay. albums or artists um, the, or lyrics. It's called When I Get to Heaven. Yeah. So, and it is the very last song on The Tree of Forgiveness. And he talks about what he's going to do when he gets to heaven and who he's going to talk to and... It's really like tongue in cheek and funny and like whatever, and 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 uh, cinnamon all at the same time, but the chorus goes. Then I'm gonna have a cocktail, vodka and ginger ale. Ooh, that's a good. Oh, that's a mule. Yeah, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette that's nine miles long, and I was thinking about just that whole phrase. Oh, yeah. I thought you were gonna say like a nine mile long cigarette <laughs> or something. <laughs> no. Uh, and I'd like to think of it as a joint. He sings a song on his first album called Illegal Smile. Uh-huh. 
Um, if you see me tonight, something about illegal smile. It doesn't cost very much, but it lasts a long while. Oh, that's really It's cu- about being stoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, so for sure when he said a cigarette that's nine miles long, it was about a joint. I think so. Yeah, because I'm sure, yeah, yeah. But he also had uh, some cancer in his neck before he, a few years before he died. And I think it had something to do... With smoking? Maybe. I, I don't know. I'm not the John Prine expert. I know a lot about his music, but not a lot about his personal life. Anyway. so I love that. I think you should get that tattoo. And I'll sing it for you. Then I'm gonna get a cocktail... Vodka and ginger ale. Yeah, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette that's nine miles long. I love it. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Okay, mine's real nerdy. Okay. And real gay. So. So it's been plaid and overalls. So. So his heels are digging into the ground. (laughs) His spine has kind of a curve to (laughs) it. So his stomach is folding a little bit, but you can't see it because it's like under the overalls. And also his stomach's pretty flat, so it doesn't really fold much. Anyway. Did you see him when he had a quarantine beard? Like he could have spit in my mouth. Anyway. It looked like pubic hair. No, no, no. (laughs) Anyway. So there's a musical. Oh my God. Called Hamilton? No, it came out, I think it came out, well, I think it closed last year. It was called The Prom. Do you know this musical at all? Maybe. Anyway, it's a music, you know how I love gay media. Yeah. I don't want to hear straight stories anymore. Yeah. I've heard Got too it. many of them. Yeah. I only want to hear gay stories. You don't want so to. The Prom is a, is a musical about two girls in small town Indiana who want to go to the prom together but are denied and so then this, there is a group of performers in a Broadway play that are doing a musical about Eleanor Roosevelt called Eleanor with an exclamation point and they come and sort of like <laughs> may, they they sort of come and bring the press to sort of bring light to the story to help these girls and yeah. say like they should be able to go to prom. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um and it's lovely and the music is very fun and it's very charming and I never got to see it on Broadway and I wish I had. But there's a song in it. There's a there's a refrain as they say in the musical business, <laughs> about, um, and I'm not going to be able to remember any of the any of the exact lyrics, but about the phrase "my unruly heart," because the whole idea of it is like you just want what your unruly heart wants, and if you and like you go through your whole life kind of repressing the desires of your unruly heart and kind of trying to hold your heart back, and then once you kind of let your unruly heart go and and let you dance with who you want to dance with and let you love who you want to love, mm-hmm. then um, you are free and you can live the life that you want to live anyway. Um, mm. So there's a song called unruly heart where they sing about their love. And then there's other people that kind of chime in and say like, you know, I, I never felt whole till I met him and, you know, other gay couples kind of talking about their love. And then in the very end, when they're talking about building this prom for all, cause eventually what they end up doing at the end of the musical is they stage an alternative prom and they have queer kids from all over the state come to mm. this alternative prom. Is it set modern day? Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. Yeah. 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 And in fact, Ryan Murphy, allegedly, this was pre-COVID, so who knows what's happening now. Right. But he was making a movie version of it for Netflix. And uh, Meryl Streep was going to be one of the ladies on the Broadway show that played Eleanor. Anyway, so I hope that's still happening because that was happening and then who knows with COVID. But anyway, so in the last song, which is about build a prom for everyone, they sing about like so that we can all dance with who our unruly heart wants to dance with. So I don't know what it looks like, Mm. but I want a tattoo of the unruly heart. Because I love that idea, even though, like, I 
still continue to stomp on my unruly heart. Yes, <laughs> try to too. try to grind it into the ground so, so that it stops beating. Yeah. But I still like I still listen to that song all the time and get emotional because I just love that idea of like being free to love who you want to love. Wasn't that cute? Which means getting hurt. Being right. I, yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Which means turning inward and looking at all the darkness inside of myself and trying to figure it out. Don't want to do any of that. There is a, I believe it's just a Steve Perry song. So Steve Perry was the original lead singer of. When you said Steve Perry, this is how much I know about music. When you said Steve Perry, I thought, is that the husband of Janice Cat Perry? <laughs> like, I thought you were going to be like, there's a Steve Perry song. It's called Heavenly Father, Are You Really There? It's a child's prayer. And do you hear and answer every child's prayer? God. Anyway, who's Steve Perry? He was the original lead singer of Journey, so. Oh, okay. Separate ways. Child's uh, Prayer. Don't stop belie- oh my yes. God. Um, anyway, he went I often go his- walking in meadows of clover. I don't know if she wrote that one. Anyway. He went off on his own and did a song called Foolish Heart. And I keep hearing that unruly and but with unruly heart. I love it. Yeah. It would go, unruly heart, hear me calling. Stop before you start falling. I mean, the one I listened to is a little different, but same idea. <laughs> I won't sing it, though. All right. Let's take a break, and then we'll wrap up. Wrap it up. Let's wrap this bitch up. Unruly heart. That did have, not sound like Steve Perry. I should have played that song. I should have played one of those songs for you. You, should, you won't listen to the Unruly Heart song on the musical, but you should listen to... Happy and Sad by Casey Musgraves. I'm going it's to. so good. I'm going to listen to the album. Have you list, not listened to that album? I think I've listened to it once through <gasps> when NPR came out and put it on their, their top 100 for the year. It is such a beautiful album. There's another song on it called Slow Burn that I yes. cannot get enough of. Oh. And here's the thing, too. And this is just another example of me. I'm the ultimate consumer. Like, if, there, if someone's like, buy this, I'm like, okay. <laughs> She did a collaboration with this company that's based out of L.A. that is run by two gay men that makes underwear and candles. Fucking love these homos. Love these homos. So they have a company called Boy Smells. And they make underwear and candles. In fact, I'm wearing my Boy Smells underwear right now. What is... Oh, it matches your It totally shorts. matches my shorts. But anyway, so they made a candle in collaboration with her called Slow Burn. And it's this beautiful color. Anyway, it, and I bought it, and it smells so good. Oh, my I love God. it so much. I'm going to go home and burn it tonight and think about masturbating, oh, but, but, but worry not. about the cats yeah, and then the, the doors children, and do I close it? And then maybe I'll put the sheet then, up. If I hold the sheet up with my leg, if they do walk in, they can't <laughs> see. But that candle will be burning and it'll smell great. Oh. And I'll just be thinking about Ben Platt. And, yeah, you just ruined it. You I ruined did. it. I did. You ruined it. I'm so mad at you. Well, anyway. So are you really planning on getting more tattoos? Oh, yes. Okay, me too. I love it. I'm loving it. There was me only too. one part of getting the magnolia because the I have Foggy Bayou on my left arm. Did I, did I say that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, was the line work inside of the petals this like tiny... It's like a thicker... No, it was Oh, it's the thinner, thinner line. Yeah. Oh, okay, because there's like the shading The line it. work that is like the definition. Um, of, uh, that was the only pain I couldn't like have a conversation through. I had to like close my eyes and breathe. On my tattoo, which is on my chest, it has these like dots on it, a lot mm-hmm. of dots. And those were the ones that really hurt. Especially like 
because I have a pink triangle on my chest and in the corner, he just, rather than coloring the whole inside of the triangle pink, because he was like, basically the pink is just going to absorb into your skin and you're not going to be able to see it, yeah. you know, five years from now. Yeah. He just did sort of like pink highlights in the corner and he did like dots and those hurt like a motherfucker because <laughs> they were little dots and they were all super, super close together. So it was oh. just the same spot like over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. They hurt real bad. Uh, yeah. So, so my, my next tattoo is, I'm 99% sure it's going to be my temple name, which is Judith. I love that. And the T is going to look like one of those like, um, up di- upside down crosses from the occult. No, it's not. Oh yes, it oh, is. Oh my God. I love it. So much. <laughs> I hope you're, I hope if your mom's listening, she enjoyed that. Well, she probably is. Anyway. Um, I know I, when I got my first tattoo, I had a big plan in my mind of what my first tattoo was going to be. And then I never ended up getting, getting that tattoo. And I don't think I ever actually will. This, the tattoo that I have was kind of more of like a spur of the moment decision. And it was, and it's also pretty simple. So it was like relatively inexpensive, but I for sure want to get more. I got this one like four years ago and I totally want to get more, <coughs> but I just haven't been able to justify the spending. Because sure. they spendy. Oh. oh yeah. They spendy. Yeah. But I am, I'm honestly going to message your friend that did yours about good. the Xanadu tattoo. Oh, good. Because I just, lo- I love her artwork so much. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good.juju.tattoo. Okay. Anyway, so um, later this week, we're going to be recording with our next um, non-monogamous, non-monogamous couple. couple. Yeah. And so, and because we're behind on that series... And we got this episode out to you late. I think we'll just publish. Probably, yeah. yeah. We're trying, now that like, now that we've given up on protecting ourselves from the virus <laughs> and we're just planning on getting it and probably dying, we're going to try to like, we're going to try to up the up the frequency of episodes. We're Maybe gonna, I shouldn't say that. I don't well, want to overpromise and under deliver. But we're at least crossing our fingers that we can get you an episode every two weeks, either on Monday morning or Monday yeah, night, yeah. which was what was supposed to happen last night. But our friends came over yeah, and we ended up talking yeah. about our friend who died. Yeah. And so much death around us. You guys, he died. Death is, everyone's dying. There's a movie where she's like, what does she say? There's so much death around me, like blood, sex, and death. Or Anyway, I don't know. I have a friend whose cat just died. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And she knows some of... She has also had a lot of death in 2020. Uh, and, and and her, you know, her cat was sick and she had to put her cat down. But when she was at the vet and they were talking about having to put the cat down, she was like, I was sobbing, like, uncontrollably. And she's like, I finally had to say to the vet, like, listen... I'm really upset about my cat being put to sleep, but this is also all these other deaths right, that have right. happened in the last six months, <laughs> of which there are many. Like, they're all manifesting oh, right now for you here in the vet tech God office. Bless. So, anyway, it's a, it's a real fun year. Oh, golly. Anyway, all right. And then we're also going next week, next week, to record with my friend LaToya, who is a uh, woman of color. She's yeah. a black woman. And we're going to talk about... Whatever is burning within her about the current moment slash movement slash everything. Everything. We also soon will be, as we kind of alluded to at the beginning, we'll be letting you know kind of what the Patreon's gonna be looking like going forward. Yeah. So I promise it will still be good and it will still be things you want. I'm hoping it will be more things you want. You know, like we will yeah. be adding value to the Patreon rather than taking value away. Um, so stay tuned for that. We just need to but, get our shit together but and figure it out. for our own selves, for our own selves, we got to, we got, we got to do a revamp. 
Yeah. So yeah. we'll let you know. So anyway, but we're still going to do all the normal things for the month of June. Yeah. But then starting in July, we're going to revamp. And we will we might do like a little brevet or a demi, probably a demi toss about, because other people maybe don't care. I don't know. Maybe it'll be brevet. We don't know where we talk about what the new Patreon we looks We don't like. know. You guys, we don't know what we're doing. We've made, <laughs> we're making this up as we go along. All right. Okay. That's Goodbye. It. Love you. Get, Get a, a tattoo. tattoo. Whoa. Whoa.